this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and as always, welcome. Welcome right here to this amazing podcast. And once again, grab you some coffee, sit in your favorite chair if you're at work. Don't go to sleep on me. Listen to what I'm going to tell you today. I think it's going to really, really revolutionize who you are today in this amazing new entrance of 2024. All right, we're entering the door of 2024, and we want to be able to be sharp. We want to be able to be uh, have clarity and know what the will of God is for our lives and have that God experience every day in this brand new year. So I want to encourage you guys today to take a listen to me today. Take a good look at me in the sense of listening and really hear what I have to say because I think some of the things today are going to be eye-opening experiences for you. You know, I've got a course called School of Seers, Dreamers, and Visionaries. And once again, it's called School of Seers, Dreamers, and Visionaries. And what I want to talk about today basically is learning how to see. Learning how to see. Sometimes it's easy for us to go through our lives day to day and not really pay attention to detail. But you know, we live in such a culture, in such a world where everything is so fast-paced, right? Everything is so, you know, uh, gotta hurry and do this, gotta hurry and do that. Give you a great example. So many things today I've got to take care of, I've got to do, and I'm going to spend time with my mom, you know, a little bit, and it's just, you know, having to take care of this and this and this and this, and every day it's just sort of one on top of the other on top of the other. There's so many things that we build, and some of it we actually create our own mess. Right, come on, be real about it. Sometimes we create our own busyness. I know sometimes my sister and I would do the same thing. We're like, at the end of the day, we've created so many different things we feel like we have to do, when in actuality, some of it we have to do, but then some of it we don't have to do, you know? And so, but that's how the, it is in the Western world is sometimes we, we have things that we just got to get done. And then sometimes we create our own busyness, but then we say, we've got to do it, God, we've got to do it. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is understanding that in this fast paced world, we've got to come to a realization of seeing the expiration date on things, seeing what actually is non-reality. And what I mean by having non-reality, that means that seeing the fact that if there's not a reality in that thought of something you feel as if you have to do, to where you're not birthing it into reality to make it your busy schedule, then do, do away with it. Some of the things we think we have to take care of really has no, now when I say no reality to it, what I mean is, is there's no form of definition as to the reasoning of why we need to manifest that reality. And so sometimes we have to begin to take a deep, hard look at certain things to recognize that. Now, we might say, well, what does this have to do with the seeing, seeing ability from your course, Jeremy? I'm glad you asked. Because a lot of times we have to remember it is what we see. It is what we see that we believe is real. And what I mean by that is this, is when we begin to see within our own spirit, you know, within our own consciousness, within our own mind, the soul is the mind, the will, the emotions. When we begin to start seeing a thought or seeing a definition of that thought, we tend to put life behind it. We tend to put emotion behind it. Our bodies get a little anxious at times, right? For example, good and bad. Meaning, if I need to feel as if, let's say, for example, I'm supposed to be on stage tonight at 7 o'clock, let's say, you know, for example. Well, if I start seeing that and feeling that, 
reality, then before long, my emotions are going to start feeling the anxiety. You know, for me, it's not anxiety. I don't mind. I like, I can stand before thousands, which I have, and it doesn't bother me whatsoever. I remember being in Indonesia years ago with 10,000 people in a coliseum, and I was the main speaker, and I'm like, hey, no big deal. Like, it's not a problem for me at all. I really have no, in fact, it's funny, but the more the merrier. The more people there, the less nervous I would even be. It's crazy, but it sort of works opposite for me. But not that I get nervous in front of people, but just knowing that I'm just, that's just how I'm trained. That's who I am. I just know what I believe in as far as who I am and what message I have. So it's no big deal for me. But when I, but let's say, for example, for the majority of you, if you thought to yourself, oh my gosh, there's no way I could even stand before 10 people, you know, on a stage, much less, you know, thousands. But when you start seeing it, when you start seeing that in your in your mind, in your consciousness, when the moment you start seeing that, here's what happens. Your mind, which is you know your soul, which is the mind, the will, and the emotions, automatically become activated. The moment I get a thought within the mind, the rest of the soul, you know, tags along. I want you to think about that for a moment. The rest of the soul begins to tag along, which means if the soul is the mind and the wheel and the emotions, that means the emotions is right there beside the wheel, right? And so it's the wheel, the mind is what? The soul is what? The mind, the wheel. So the willpower to do something is there, becomes active. The activity, the action begins to stir up in me, which actually in conjunction with the emotions begin to work hand in hand. And all of a sudden I'm going to start feeling anxious, you know, my anxiety or nervousness. And all of a sudden that, that feeling of the soul from the emotions begin to start affecting my body. And it might be like you start shaking or like, oh my gosh, I'm sick to my stomach. I'm so nervous about tonight. Well, I want you to think about that for a moment. How many of you have ever been nervous where you're like, oh, I'm sick to my stomach? Think about this for a moment. How can the stomach be connected to the mind in a thought form that's not even like an organ that actually is a reality? Let me say that again until you get this before I get into what I'm, you know, this is, this is the sort of ground uh, work today I want to, I want to share with you. How does a stomach have anything to do with the thoughts? A thought is not an organ that actually is real in your body. If I was to say, if someone was to say, oh my goodness, my kidneys are shutting down, you know, what the doctor said, or my, my gallbladder's acting up, I need to take it out, whatever the case may be, you know, uh, not speaking negative, but I'm just saying though, then that's an organ that is a, re- a reality in your body that would and will affect your body, right? So with that said, when I have a thought of something, let's say of having to be on stage and speak, or I've got, a, or, you know, I'm, I'm excited my wife, you know, is going to have a baby, or, you know, we're going to have a, whatever the case may be. Why would my nervousness of my stomach even have anything to do with the thought that is not an organ or that it's not even a reality in my brain? How are this even connected to that? Because right there is where we see the miracle, the miraculous of the unseen and the seen in conjunction with one another. I want you to think good and hard about this. Does the seen and the unseen have anything to do with each other? Absolutely. When we say thoughts become things, do they really? Absolutely. When we say the seen and the unseen and the manifestations comes from that which is in the unseen realm to the seen realm, does it have anything to do with one another? Yes, the proof is in the pudding. Because the moment I feed, the moment I have a thought in my mind and my stomach acts up or let's say my, you know, something starts happening, I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom, you know. How is that even possible? How 
would something in the unseen realm affect that the natural realm so much? Because my body understands. My body is a triune being, body, soul, spirit. All three of those understand the connectedness of life. It understands the connectedness that the soul is connected to the body. The body is connected to the spirit. There is a oneness there between the three. It's almost like saying the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, there's there's three and three and one, one is three, because there's a connectedness there. It's easier for us to believe that because we believe the Father, Son, Holy Ghost is spiritual, right? In other words, we can't see them. But yet in reality, my body is doing nothing more but mimicking the three and one, one is three, because I'm a triune body, triune being. And so how can the unseen affect the seen? Well, my body is so convinced of that by faith that it actually just does. And yet that's why the Bible even says, we do not go by what we see or feel. Because the seeing and the feeling is stemmed from a reality, uh, or, or a non-reality, I should say, but the thought process of a vein, what we call the vain imagination. So the vain imagination actually affects my body, right? So when I cast down vain imagination like the Bible talks about, that means I have already seen it. I have already seen something that is not in this realm, that is not a reality yet, but I'm seeing it in this mass of the unseen trying to decide, do I want this to manifest in a reality form to where energy becomes matter? Now, I know many of you are like, oh, that's really getting technical or it sounds a little new agey. Honey, if it's if it's new age and your body's new age, you might as well cast devils off of you, but then if you try to do that, you would drop dead because you cannot separate the body and the soul and the spirit. There's no new age to it. You know, there is a maturity level we've got to reach here in our in our in our lives to understand this process that the unseen is connected to the seen realm and it affects the seen realm. And so what happens is my my body, my triune being has so much faith that it that it builds up the understanding that if I see a thought in, in consciousness, if I see an, an, an imagination, an image in my imagination, notice I said the word seeing. When I see this image in a, my imagination, then my body, so full of faith that my body is affected by the image that doesn't even exist, but yet I see it in the unseen realm. And it's, and it's waiting on me to manifest. And the entrance of the manifestation is the feeling of my body. Because the feeling of my body says, oh my gosh, I feel anxious. I feel, oh, I'm so nervous about speaking tonight. I just, and so my, the, 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 this unseen realm of, of my vain imagination is affecting my body in the natural. That is a reality that is a, mat, a, a thing of matter. And the thought is energy. So energy is affecting matter. So thoughts do become things. And so when I start seeing it, I believe it so much that my body is affected by it, which happens to be part of the entrance of the manifestation because I'm seeing and feeling it. That's why on a good positive note, we always say, hey, if you see it, you think it, you believe it, you become it, you're going to have it. That's so true. And, and, and even in the, in the, in the, on the flip side of the negative, that's exactly what I'm saying to you right now is you can sense and feel that in your body of something that truly can't, ex can exist. That's like if you go to the, bot the, the, the doctor and the doctor says something to the effect of, you know, you, you say, oh, my stomach's acting up so bad. Well, let's take a look. Let's make you sick your blood work, make sure, okay, well, everything looks fine. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't really see anything wrong with you. I don't know why your stomach's upset, right? But yet they're smart enough to understand because maybe, just maybe, you, you know, are you, and they'll ask you things such as, are you under a lot of stress? How many heard that you're under a lot of stress? Which, which is another word for anxiety, which is another word of thought. 
And now when you think about stress and, and anxiety, you can work really hard throughout the day, but the stress is something that you have to remember. You are sort of creating in your mind to say, oh my gosh, i got to get this done. Oh my goodness, i got to get this done. So can you truly live a stress-free life? Yes, you can. And do I do it? Not always, but a lot of times I try to. Can I live without anxiety? Well, we sure we're made to live without anxiety. But do we tend to have anxiety at times? Yes, why? Because I've got vain imaginations trying to trying to convince me otherwise. You know, oh, can you feel it? Can vain imagination look at me in the face like like it does with you and say, oh, can you feel me? Can you feel me? Can you get it? Oh, I, oh, see, notice how bad it's going to be. Ooh, can you can you hear? Can you feel this? Can you see this? Oh, imagine when it happens to you, and all of a sudden your body's like, oh, you start feeling it because the unseen of that thought is affecting the seen realm because it wants it to manifest. So the visual part of seeing has got to be in that place where you're understanding to have good positive godly thoughts that you know will manifest and it, when, when it manifests it will manifest in such a powerful way that you will know that what you're manifesting is God's will is God's will the positive things found in God's will the things we must do that he's asked us to do in his will is are the things we've got to begin to build an imagination around not a vain imagination we got to cast vain imaginations down but an imagination of God having the imagination of God and what we do we start visualizing it we start dreaming it we start feeling it we start seeing it we start and then before long we're going to end up touching it because we're going to make it reality and so when we deal with seeing and think and the name of the course is called called School of Seers, Dreamers, and Visionaries because those go hand in hand. Seers and visionaries are things that must be accomplished in order to understand that your seeing ability will manifest the things within your walking uh, walk of this life. And the dreamer, the dream mentality is understanding that God will give you dream after dream after dream many, many, many nights and you might say to yourself, I don't really understand what I'm dreaming. Look into it. Get an interpreter. I've interpreted dreams for over 35 something years and I do it every single day of my life. Send your dreams into me. I'll be glad to interpret them. Just go to, go to the, the you know the website with your donation. I'll be glad to interpret it for you. Do it every day. However, the school is gonna is is here to open up and awaken that reality of your visual, your sight, to where you're able to see exactly what your dreams are saying as well, and the sight in which you go through throughout the day to have visions. You know, you can look straight into the into just. And, you know, like during the day, if you just open your eyes and you're just seeing straight what's ever ahead of you, you can actually see of something that doesn't belong there, doesn't exist there. Well, other people can't see it because you're having to, ha you're learning to have an eye to see and an ear to hear, which goes beyond the natural realm. And when you learn to, uh, to instruct your spiritual eyes, then what happens is you're learning to see the power of the unseen realm through the natural realm of the eyes. Why? Because you've, you've gotten so in tune to training having an eye to see and an ear to hear. And that's why some people hear things that don't, other people don't hear. And if you think about it, Paul did that. When Paul, the Bible says in the book of Acts, when Paul was knocked off his horse or his beast, you know, he heard this, this sound, this noise from God, this, uh, this voice. And other people around him, all they heard was like a, you know, like, like a, like a, you know, a, a sound and noise and whatever. They didn't hear the voice. He heard a voice. They heard sounds because they didn't not develop the eye to see and the ear to hear. And that's why a lot of people miss the voice of God, miss the uh, interpretation of God, miss the dreams, period, miss everything from God because they don't know how to have an eye to see and an ear to hear. And through this course, School of Seers, Dreamers, and Visionaries, it's here to help you develop the power of your seeing ability and your visual, which is the visionary in you. Without a vision, people perish. Without a vision, you will perish, which means you will be in limitation 
vision mode. You will find yourself not seeing the fullness where other people might say, I get it. And you're like, I don't get it because you're not able to see the fullness of it. When you have an eye to see, you're able to get it first. You're able to see with this unlimitedness that beforehand you couldn't see with. And the dream realm, we can teach you how to open up your dream realm to be able to have more dreams at nighttime. When I interpret dreams for people, many, many, many times people you know, call the office or, or, or email the office and say, that dream is so scary right on, Jeremy has no clue what he just said to me, but yet it was exactly what's been going on in my family, my life, my work, my job, whatever. So it's important to understand the visual effects of dreams, the seeing in the natural, the unseen, when you're looking in the natural. The visual effects and the hearing effects is very important, and it's a must for those who understand the whole purpose and power of, uh, you know, of the Word of God. And so the idea here is, through this course, is to allow it to help you to understand the process of things that come in your life where you're literally saying, I'm seeing something, I'm seeing something, I'm seeing something. And that's a key thing God wants you to see, is learning to see what normally you would not see. And so I'm going to encourage each one of you, go today, go right now to my website, identitynetwork.net, and just put in three words, School of Seers, School of Seers. When you do, press the search button. It's going to, it's going to show you the School of Seers, Dreamers, and Visionaries. It's going to show you the actual hard copy course or the digital download course. Truly, just click on the digital download if you have a computer and download it today. It'll save you money. It'll save paper and trees, but you can start on it today. It's phenomenal because it'll teach you how to sharpen your sight. And can I be honest with you? That's like when you think of Amazing Grace, you know, opening the eyes. You know, and you hear the other song, you know, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. You know, you think of, you know, I was once lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, now I see, you know, in the, in the Amazing Grace song. What all? What is all this saying? It's the, how important it is to have our eyes opened. The book of Revelation says this, to have our eyes opened with eye salve that we may see. It's so vitally important that you learn to see, see your life, see, see in the unseen realm, see the things that are futuristic, see the things of your past in the unseen realm that, that may, maybe what God is doing with and, and, and how he's dealing with it, or maybe seeing how it should have been. You never know, folks, until you see. There's nothing in my life more important when it deals with my Christian wall than the power to see, to see something that will fix a problem in the, in the unseen realm, to manifest it into the seen realm. And I could go on and on and on. So I want to encourage all of you, download today School of Seers, Dreamers, and Visionaries, and you'll be glad you did. I guarantee you, my friend. It's one of my best courses, and I personally love it because it speaks so much volume to me. To be honest with you, it speaks a lot of volume to me. I do courses and books on based on my experiences of what I've learned, things that I've, I've, I've gone through, because that way I know, you know what, if I've done it, that means you're probably at the same place too. I don't like to speak on or do courses or books on things I've never, I've never done before, because I believe in not a hyper faith. I believe in a practical faith that we can touch, feel, smell, taste, because we're all going to be there at once and at one point in our lives, right? And so download to Today, school of Seers, Dreamers, and Visionaries. All right. And by the way, as I close today, I always like to close with this because it's so important. And many of you, if you, as you hear this message, you're like, now I understand why Jeremy, why this is so important to him because it's working for him. It is working for him. Can I say it again? It's working for me. Thoughts become things. God's work works for us. 
Range upon the just and the unjust. Whoever you are, believe and you shall receive. So here's the key thing as I close. Remember this one point. If you've got a horrible day, if your day is looking really bad right now, guess, guess what? There's good news for you. Change your thoughts on how you're seeing your day. Change your thoughts and your day and your life will change. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.